Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are uh, in May. I know we're taping uh, after uh, a weekend that we had, which is Mother's Day. And uh, uh, at our Mother's Day, we had a great celebration for the moms uh, and the family, as well as uh, Aidens, uh, who's going to be a guest. We're going to tape him as a guest. Um, his birthday is always on Mother's Day. So, uh, excellent. He's got to, uh, so share. this was 17 for him. He Seven, 17, 17. Um, partly we'll guess he's, he's in the same place that, uh, Anna Reagan and Joshua were last year, mm-hmm. uh, uh, where he's now head, heading into his senior year and processing God's will for college. So uh, fun. So Such be, an exciting season. Gonna, I'm looking gonna, forward to having him on as a guest too. Yeah, it'll be fun to see that he's had a, he's had a really good year and doing really well spiritually. And that's been fun to be part of it. And, uh, you had a big celebration too, right? With, uh, yeah, it, it's been a great weekend. Yes. Yeah, so I was just looking at the schedule. I believe as this airs, it's actually going to be you know, shortly after Father's Day, but yeah. we're taping this right <laughs> after Mother's Day weekend um, to get ahead a little bit for our travels. But yeah, so we had a big weekend with Mother's Day celebrations. And then, um, you know, Caleb finished school back in December, but Gordon doesn't do a graduation ceremony um, midterm. They just do one a year in May. And so we had his graduation and a big graduation party and just had a great time. It was a lot of fun celebrating these kids. And, um, you know, it's always neat. Graduations are always an exciting time anyway, but particularly when you're able to go to one like this was at a Christian college and just seeing God glorified and hearing the stories of the things the kids are doing and their plans and just how God is moving. Um, and even just letting that, that celebration be anchored in God's word. It was a beautiful day. We had great sunshine. I had to slather on the sunscreen because, you know, all I do is burn. But other than that, it was fantastic. It was really, it was a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, typically, this is a typical, interesting Colorado mother's day generally is either cold or a snowstorm. Linda and I, uh, we went out Friday afternoon and got caught in a, uh, uh, a torrential, a cloudburst and it was uh big big uh things of hail oh you're uh, kidding and so it's you know we're out and we start getting uh beat uh, we, you could hear it. it feels like it's there's a you know sledgehammer on your car um so we uh you know thought oh father what are you gonna say about this and we <laughs> linda noticed a uh, gas station uh and you know we're talking about the supernatural and these are the these are the things that that, uh, you know, we get to experience. She noticed a gas station. She said, hey, let's go over there because it has, you know, has a cover. Uh, well, by the time we get over there, everybody else is, <laughs> has also uh, gone to that cover. Huh? There, you know, and so we're a little bit outside of it. And we're just, we just happened to park uh, at one spot. Um, and we're kind of just slightly in and mostly out. And for some reason, which I don't even understand why, but the 
the guy in the slot was a big truck and probably had to go somewhere because he, he took off. And so oh, wow. we, we just pulled right in and, <laughs> and we're completely covered. Um, so we didn't, we, our car didn't get damaged and there was three inches of hail on the ground when it, when it was over, oh, you know, 20, kidding. 30 minutes later. Uh, oh my so goodness. It That's was crazy. It was like a snowstorm. snowstorm. <laughs> wow. Uh, but we were, you know, we were protected and, and God, you know, preserved us. And, uh, you know, those are the cool things that God wants to do. We knew it was supernatural, uh, uh, partly by the way, because we seek it. Uh, right. It's right. What, what do you got to say about this? And Hey, we got a problem. <laughs> mm. uh, here, let me do this. Even when we were, you know, there and kind of mostly out, we just said, well, father, protect the car. And uh, he said, well, how about this? And the guy just takes off and we pull right in, you know, so it was, it was. That's amazing. fantastic. Um, I know as we've been talking about uh, prayer, uh, we did a series on prayer, which is dialogue, walking with God, uh, listening, following, um, supernatural, uh, which is um, his word that has the authority. Mm -hmm. um, what he says, which is why uh, it's both instruction uh, and what he is going to do. So that, like, like in that little just uh, thing we just shared is, um, well, Father, we're talking to you. We're in dialogue with you all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. Prayer is talking, discussing. You know, we didn't stop and put our heads down <laughs> and pray. We just start talking. And Father, what do you got to say about this? We got a problem. Mm -hmm. Well, here, uh, see see that over there? Go over there. Uh, okay. And um, well, it's not quite not going to work fully. He said, well, just hold on a second. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's still moving pieces. <laughs> uh, you know, look at what I'm going to do. I am going to uh, protect you and let me guide you into that. Why? Because he can speak it uh, and fulfill it. So um, I know it's a big question uh, about hearing and responding. And, and I know you said you've had a, a couple of really good questions about that. Why don't you go ahead and raise them up and then we'll, we'll spend uh, today kind of processing this because it is, it is an important element of understanding uh, God's will. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, and I know you hear this question a lot too, but um I won't go into all the specifics, but we have some sweet friends and they just verbalized this again, who are dealing with some health, op health issues and um, have been abiding and seeking God. And a group of us actually spent some time in prayer together, seeking God and just seeing what he had to say about this. And the question really came down to in that time, um, God really did lead us to um his word really talking about learning to rejoice in the answered prayer. And I know I've shared on here before my fascination with the word liminal space. I, I love that term. And I think it's something we all get caught in, but that liminal space is the, the space between what is right now and what God has promised. And so it's the, the not yet time, but we know the promise is there. And I think where a lot of us struggle is how do we keep the faith? How do we rejoice in the liminal space when we know what God's promise is and we're you know, asking him in the steps in between, but his instruction is also rejoice in the middle of, because it is yes and amen, it's coming. 
Yeah. Um, and so his question really was, or, or the question we've all been wrestling through is, okay, how do we rejoice in the liminal space? One. And then two, um, just that struggle with sometimes when we do receive um, Rhema from the Lord and, and a promise in his scripture, and then we get in that liminal space and we start to doubt and question, was that really from him? Was that, did that just apply to the Israelites back then? Am I pretending, you know, or hoping that this is for me and, and that wrestling, um, especially where, when we're in the promised, but not yet phase, I think that's when that comes in. And so that struggle with how do I really know logos to Rama sometimes and, and wrestle through that and that faith in the liminal space. So anything yep. you want to hit on that would yep. be great. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's walk through a little bit. Um, so first of all, go to first uh, uh, John 5, 14 and 15, first John 5, 14 and 15. This is a if then statement. Oh, great. Give me just a second to get there. First John 5, you said 14 and 15. Yeah. Now, this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Okay. So um, he said, uh, life with me, God speaking, is mm -hmm. uh, I, I want you to ask, pray according to my will. Right. If you pray according to my will, it's going to happen. Okay. If you pray according to my will, it's going to happen. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, um, if that's a condition, then what must we uh, receive? His will. His will. And his role is to do what? To get it to us. He's got to, he's got to communicate that to us. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have to process it and receive it and then know that it is his will that we then can pray mm -hmm. and and this is what this is why this is an interesting verse is that <laughs> um if we pray according to his will he hears us mm -hmm. if we know that he hears us then what we're praying is going to happen right okay now this is interesting what's he what's he waiting he's listening what's he waiting to hear Faith that what he says is true, right? That, that, that I believe stay with him in the process. That I believe what he said. I know what he said. He's mm -hmm. saying, uh, "I'm listening. Are you receiving my will?" And mm -hmm. eh, not quite. Okay, well then I need further with you. Um, and he said here, and this is particularly when you're in a group scenario, you got to be careful that you haven't stopped short. Mm -hmm. uh, by, oh yeah, that's God's will. We all, and, and partly because you get into, in a group scenario, you get into a, what I call a group think mode and your spirit really doesn't confirm it, but you say so because everybody else said so. Um, mm. So one of the things as you're looking at a group would be, um, particularly when you're wondering, uh, are, we, are we sure we understand God's will? Um, what I encourage people to do in, in our family and in, in our small group, our inner circle, uh, individually mm -hmm. go away and really spend time with God and listen 
Is there anything you want to right. share with us? You want to understand it? And it's got to be as pure as possible so that you get away from the, I really would like this to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and the group wants it to happen. The group is saying, I think it's going to happen. And then you join it. But you don't take that purity of really going independently to God and saying, what, you know, mm -hmm. what do you have to say about this? And really receive it. And do you have a certain uh, strength and peace about it? Or eh, something's not right yet. I'm not sure yet. So I need to process more. And right. you might not even be able to verbalize it, but it is. Or it can be verbalized. I think I shared a time where you know, there was somebody who needed rain and everybody was, oh, yeah, uh, we pray for rain. It's going to rain. Everything's going to happen. Um, and the group, the group was saying, this is God's will. Mm -hmm. But I went to God and said, well, what do you have to say about this? Right. He said, it's not going to rain. And here's mm. why. There's sin in the camp, and you've got to deal with the sin in the camp. And uh, Okay. Um, and, and I was the lone ranger. Uh, mm. uh, actually, along with uh, Dave Dunkel was part of this, too. Dave was part of it. He actually heard it independent of me. He and I were the lone rangers who mm -hmm. said, we don't, we don't join confirming that that was God's will. Here's some insight about that. So, so one thing is he's listening are you understanding my will? If you're mm -hmm. not, he's going to give you either a troubling, not quite confirmation, show you something new, which we'll come back to. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's always, are you, are you receiving it? Are you receiving it? Are you receiving it? Okay, now right. go so to, I was just go ahead. Insert on that. Um, one of the things that I know you guys do this too, when we try to do that as a group, like in this particular situation, um, we all committed to the whole week before individually praying and seeking God. And so then when we came together to pray over it, we came with notes of things that God had already spoken and looked for the overlap of, okay, he's clearly say, y'all, he said this to me, he said this to you, he said this to you all in different places, but there's definitely this theme. And then we prayed about, okay, God, is that, are we hearing you correctly? Because we're all hearing this particular thing and kind of using each other as that unity of the spirit to help understand with clarity what has been said and what is still out there. And the questions of these are things that have been brought up, words or highlights or verses that still require processing, but there are pieces that there's clear confirmation on too. Yeah, and there may be, um, again, because there's doubt going on, um, that means, well, then everybody needs to keep going with it. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, just the definition of somebody in the group isn't sure yet, or, hey, I thought it was true, but I don't necessarily think so, or may not mm -hmm. think so. Okay, uh, well, let's keep going and let's keep processing. Okay, right. go to uh, Joshua uh, chapter 5, verses 13 to 15. I am a little behind on looking these up today. Joshua 5, 13 to 15. This is where Joshua is on his way to Jericho after he has crossed the uh, Jordan. said, uh, uh, we're, we're willing to receive your promise of the promised land. Joshua 5, 13 to 15, you said? Mm. Yeah. Okay. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth 
and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take your sandals off your foot for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Okay, now uh, we're going to hold that just for a second. Uh, go to Joshua 1. Um, and read verses uh, 1 to 3. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Okay. Um, as Joshua began, um, God spoke a promise. Mm -hmm. The promise was um, go across the Jordan, which, by the way, mm -hmm. you've understood that's where it is. <laughs> right. For right. 40 years, you, you, you wandered around with the rest of them, uh, not able to go across the Jordan because nobody else was willing to go. Now that you're willing to go, um, the promise, the promise is I'm going to deliver to you, God speaking, this land that has an enemy in it but it's going to be given to you. Every place that you set your foot is going to be given to you. That's mm -hmm. the promise. That's the promise. Okay. Joshua says, um, I received that. And he demonstrated it by, by crossing the Jordan river. Mm -hmm. um, I'm surrendered to that promise. I believe that promise. I'm moving in, uh, what you say. Um, and he did. And so he's, um, He's formulating, and this is something that you got to process with your group. He's formulating how he believes. I think this is going to be fulfilled. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and I got a way in my mind, I got a way to do this. And I'm preparing to go to battle. And, and uh, Joshua was a, you know, would be considered a military warrior. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, I, I know how to do this. Okay, well, let's go to let's go back to chapter five, and uh, the commander of the Lord's army comes. This is Jesus, because he tell tells them to worship, um, and he asks him a question, mm -hmm. um, and it's within the context of the promise. I already know that God said He's going to give me the promise, right? I've got a, I've got a, I believe I have a way that that's going to be fulfilled. And he's, he asked this commander of the army, are you for my plan or not? Mm. Hey, I've got a plan. I need to know where you stand. Are you for my plan or not? Um, the way, and this is why you got to separate this out. The way it's going to happen and mm -hmm. the when it's going to happen. Uh, and we'll, and we'll talk more about that. So um, are you for my plan or not? And Jesus, who's because he said, "Hey, you got to worship me." So the angels weren't worshipped, or the men weren't worshipped. Um, his his answer is emphatic: No. Mm -hmm. He just asked the wrong question, and then he understood right. it, and jo and Joshua understood it. Uh, he said, "I'm sorry, um, I asked the wrong question. Uh, what do you have to say to your servant?" Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have to say about to your servant? And the word servant is, is a bond servant is I'm putting myself back in that role. 
Right. Uh, that now, absolute now surrender. what do you have to say now as we move into the fulfillment of the promise? Mm-hmm. So he didn't say, is the promise still valid? Didn't say that. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm, I'm looking at how the promise is going to be fulfilled. Right. And I got a way to do that. And said, and God said, don't ask me that question. Right. Um, ask me, um, what do I have to say about the next step? Okay. Mm-hmm. Because and step and by step by step, right? This is, this is important is that um, if you look at the two issues of fulfilled promises, um, one, have I actually moved to a complete confirmation that, that God's will has been confirmed? Because he said, if you pray according to my will, what's, what's the answer? The answer is yes. It's yes going to happen. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, again, because all the promises in Christ are yes and amen. You know, may it be so. And uh, that's in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Um, so it's either you haven't yet fully received my promise yet, mm-hmm. and I need to help you move forward, or... Um, it's a now walking into the promise, step by step by step. And here's where the group usually fails, is that God said. Mm-hmm. Okay, God said it. May it be so. Wait uh, for it to happen. Right, uh, right. You know, God, go do it. Uh, God, go do it. Let me know when you do. I expect it to be done because we're confirming mm-hmm. that. And he said, well... In order for it to be fulfilled, you have to now walk with me into the path of it. Mm-hmm. There's steps. There's things to occur. There's still forks in the road. There's still right. things that have to be fulfilled. So the question, you, you're, you go back to your group and you, you say, are we confirmed in the promise? Mm-hmm. And everybody has to confirm that. And if somebody says, I'm not sure yet, okay. Well, then let's go back. It's okay, no problem. Okay. Uh, let's go back. Um, uh, and God says, I don't mind uh, you discussing with this with me. Um, you know, and think of uh, Peter mm-hmm. when he got the vision. Um, I ain't doing it. Right. Um, I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, but what he did do is ponder or Ananias with Saul uh, hey, go go lay hands on Saul and heal him. Hey, do you know who you're talking about? Um, I no, um, I don't receive that. I can't. I can't take that step. Okay, um, and uh, God did God mind and say, well, I told you once. That's it. He mm-hmm. said, that's okay. Come on back. Talk to me some more. Talk to me some more. I don't mind it. I don't mind confirming it. I don't mind uh, reinforcing it. Um, I need to get you to. I'm listening. Do you hear what, what my will is, really? Mm-hmm. And by the way, are you willing to take the step? So that the two questions are, um, am I confirmed on the promise? And, right. and, and again, the question that, that we would ask in our family, in our group, um, what logos, what word from Scripture have mm-hmm. you received that you can confirm that? And let's go spend time in that word uh, and pray and pray through it and confirm it. Is the promise, we still believe we have the promise, yep. And by the way, it's specific. 
remember if we lack wisdom, this is John, uh, James 5, or 1, 5 to 8, if you lack wisdom, um, ask him. He said, I'll give it to you with great clarity. So it's very specific, not generic, not general. It's very, very specific um, of what he has to say. So uh, we go ahead and, and ask that question of, um, is the promise real? And then the second piece of it is, um, now that we are walking into the promise, mm -hmm. um, there's two questions he said, you don't have a right to ask me. One, how's it gonna happen? Mm -hmm. He said, because I'm gonna be doing things that you can't imagine what I'm gonna be doing. And I can't explain it to you because it's not natural. And if I explained it to you, you would try to go do it. So you can't ask me the how, and interesting enough, you can't ask me the when, because my timing is perfect. So I'm going to tell you the what. So here's, let me ask you a question on that. When you say that we don't have the right to ask that, because that, um, um, I don't know, that, that sits interestingly to me, because <laughs> um, I feel like we have the right to ask anything. And in a relationship, I'm going to ask in dialogue anything I want to ask. He can say, that's not for you to know right now but I don't want to hold back my authentic dialogue with him in asking. No, we'll right? talk, we're going to talk about authenticity. He just says that um, throughout scripture, um, there was never, I'm going to explain to you the how or the when, uh, mm -hmm. because the when is my timing and you trust that timing, by the way, based on what? Which we'll get into faith. Mm -hmm. uh, it's based on faith. Uh, so he said, you have to uh, uh, trust it based on faith. And here um, he says, well, what do you have to say to me now as I walk into the promise? Mm -hmm. So the, the two elements are, am I confirmed with the promise, which may or may not be, when it's okay, by the way, to go back and process and we'll talk about right, that again. Right. Or, yeah, it's confirmed, but now we're, we have to walk into it. Because mm -hmm. the promise at this point is potential, but not guaranteed. So like, right. like for example, with uh, Joshua, uh, goes to Jericho, march on the city seven times and, and blow the trumpet. Um, and if walls will fall in, you'll conquer it. Yep, did it. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, by the way, did he ever do it again? No. Uh, that way was never done again. Right. The next city, AI, he says, oh, this is, I know what to do here. I'm going to mm -hmm. go do X and he gets routed and God, you know, brings him back. And, and he says, you know, we, we made a mistake. We, you know, Joshua even says we should have stayed in Egypt, you know, which is crazy, uh, even for him. <laughs> uh, but God says, well, he made two mistakes mm -hmm. along the path. One, you didn't ask me for the next step. Mm, you took right. that so that's next that step. stopping short that you're talking about stopping yeah. short and it could be particularly mm -hmm. in a group where you're looking at a promise that's not happening mm -hmm. everybody kind of just stands still well okay i don't know is it going to happen we're not sure it's going to happen i'm not sure it's going to happen so i guess i guess we just got to wait here we got to wait here meaning do nothing and mm -hmm. god says well why don't you ask me what i have to say about this because uh, there's a path, there's more to be processed of walking into the promise. And he mm -hmm. said, hey, Joshua, you made a mistake. You didn't ask me. 
And before you, and if he would have asked me, I would have told you, before you go any further, you've got sin in the camp. Okay, now, now think about this. Where did the sin occur? After God performed a Jericho miracle. Mm-hmm. Along the way. Right. See, they weren't pure along the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the promise is there. But there's steps that, that may, there may be uh, something moving away from what God would be saying and speaking. And he said, you've got to listen to me. He said, hey, you got to do this and, and get it cleaned up. And then you'll be able to go forward into the next city. And by the way, do it city by city by city. Okay, now, if Joshua would have said, well, we're just going to stand here and wait until you give us the promised land. Mm-hmm. After God had given that instruction, what would have happened? They wouldn't have gotten there. <laughs> see, they, see, they wouldn't have received it. So look at the look at the the, the issue. He spoke the promise. Mm-hmm. I believe the promise, but I got stuck along the way because right. I stopped walking step by step by step because mm-hmm. I don't like it. In essence, I don't like it. That either it's not happening in the way I want, mm-hmm. or it's not happening in the timing I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't take the time, you know, to ask him. So the question, uh, and we're going to come back to uh, this issue of authenticity. And the authenticity is is about understanding and certain things that God does reveal and certain things he doesn't reveal. That he just says, uh, when I say you don't have the right to ask me that, is don't test me. And you say, I need to, in order for me to believe it, I need to know how you're going to do it and when you're going to do it. That's that's right. what I'm that's what I'm setting up. Okay, that's what uh, you're saying. Yeah. Uh, does he also sometimes say, yeah, it's going to happen pretty soon, or hey, next week there's gonna, something's going to happen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not out of I need to know it. In order not to us believe, demanding it believing right. it it's you know what do you have to say about this and usually the how is more i need you son you know daughter uh, god speaking to get to the right place for me to fulfill it okay so we'll we'll continue this same discussion next time uh, this is really terrific because uh, it's a great question so we'll pick this up uh, and uh, and go ahead and, and uh, finish this discussion, which is a really, really good one. So we'll pick it up next time. Great. Father, we, we do pray. We know that this is something that everybody wonders about. Um, how does this work? And uh, it's not just, oh, yeah, I got the promise that happened. It's there's time, there's element, there's delay, there's things that have to happen. And we're not sure. So help us to understand the process so that we can walk with you in a healthy way and see what you have to say about this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. And thanks for joining us. And anyone else who's got questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com. And we would love to have them. We'll, t- we'll see you next time. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.